Whoa, I just came out of a disassociative state. <laughs> and how do, and I'm back, baby. <laughs> how do you feel? One out of zero. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, thank you, everyone. Uh, we just want to start off today's episode of Beyond the Pine by b giving a big thanks to our sponsor, Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community with more than 17,000 classes in design, photo, and more, such as filmmaking, film production, a lot of cool stuff like that. So, there's a premium membership you can get that gives you unlimited access so that you can improve on your skills, unlock new opportunities, and do the work you love, and you get better at that work. Everyone has a passion that they're chasing, and to get better at that skill and that passion is, I think, one of the main purposes in life. Skillshare believes in accessible learning, and the price reflects that. They've got an annual subscription with unlimited access, and it's less than $10 a month. Count them, $10 a month. And that makes it one of the best deals you can find for online education. I've always been a, a firm believer in if you're not going to college or something, learn all you can while you can. And there are so many classes on Skillshare that are widely available that are meet any need that you could possibly want. Like, Kib, you could learn about dolphin diving. Especially if you Probably don't. Probably not dolphin diving, but you could learn about whatever you're interested in. Dolphin diving specifically. It's interesting. Like diving with that. dolphins or dolphins diving themselves? Dolphins that are able to learn how to walk or and film then production. dive into the water. That's well, that's suit or, us. Or film production. And, and one of the coolest things about that is with a, an online learning community like Skillshare, you're able to completely create your own different curriculum and what classes you want to take in which order and really form your own kind of degree. Um, and since Skillshare is sponsoring this video, they've got a deal for us where the first 500 people to use the promo link in our description will get their first two months free to try it out risk-free. Think about all the things you could learn in two months. You could learn the world. It's important to learn. I mean, I think it's really cool that you can learn about what you're inspired by at the time, which mm -hmm. is super important because you can go to classes, you go to like a semester and maybe by the end of it, you're like, ugh. I am not interested in whatever I'm learning, but this one you can immediately just, if you, if that doesn't interest you, just switch. That happens to yeah. me all the time. Like when you were doing animation, I know I was into animation. I learned a little bit of it and then I got bored of it, moved on to something else. Perfect. It's just perfect for those kind of people. It's a lot yeah. of learners. And I, and I am actually interested in taking some of the film production and even like producing and stuff like that type of classes on here. Cause I think even though I have a college degree and I, you know, all that, yeah, I have Ooh, a college boy. degree. I think it's here. always important to continue learning, and, and it's great that Skillshare gives that opportunity for anyone, whether you have a degree or not. Who, no matter who you are, where you come from, you can learn anything you want to do. So once again, guys, the first 500 people to go and sign up for Skillshare will get a free two-month trial if you go to skl.sh slash pine2 and start your trial now. Link is right on the screen and also in the description down below, so check it out. And welcome to Beyond the Pine episode. I don't know what episode it is. 19? I wish I think it's 19. said, welcome to the... Boys Only Pine cast again. The Piney Dude, Boys. I said some dumb shit on the previous Boys Only Club podcast. It wasn't dumb. It Actually, was very fun. No, Boys Only Club. What's the dumbest thing you've said on the internet? Probably poopy pants. Man, I don't wrong. know. I got a lot of flack for saying Guardians of the Galaxy 2 oh, was bad. We are actually <laughs> bad. episode 18, 18. everyone. Eight, and you know back. what? 18. Speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, I watched it again last night. What really? did you think? How'd I you loved feel? it. Dude, okay. I truly so, loved it. I, I said this on the other great. podcast. My issue with that is that the best version of Guardians <clears throat> of the Galaxy has already been made, and that's Serenity. Absolutely. Serenity, the Firefly movie? Yeah, oh, I, I disagree. Yeah. I think that's I like the best Guardians chemistry you could have from a cast like that, and it's the same sort of cast in a way where they're these interstellar uh, kind of, they're not exactly heroes and they're not exactly villains, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And it's just, it does it perfectly. Yeah, they're like anti-heroes, but... I like the th series far more than the movie, personally. Oh, did you, Jamie? Did you like it more? Yeah, Firefly's great, and I think that Joss, that was one of Joss Whedon's, like, greatest... Uh, hits. ...things that he did, for mm -hmm. sure. It was let's, one of his greatest hits, because he's a, he's a star. Now, have you seen, let's talk about Chris Pratt movies, the, what is it? 
Jurassic, Jurassic World trailer, World the new trailer. one. Oh, oh, it looks like dude, shit. It looks like <laughs> shit. Dude, that's the worst trailer. Not only did they spoil like seeing the big dinosaurs and stuff like yeah. that, but it, it wasn't an epic moment. And nothing in that fucking trailer was epic or like... Chris Pratt was in a pyroclastic ever seen. You know, like, you thing, know that moment really quick, sorry to interrupt you, that, that moment where it's happened in all of the Guardians of the Galaxy seen movies. I uh, trailer yet. But you know, in Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy, when he's running from something really dangerous, and Chris Pratt, it's, it's not, in him it's like a comedic moment, so he's like, oh right. no, yeah. behind me's a monster. <laughs> Chris Pratt runs through a pyroclastic flow. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you would That's die. a thousand degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> Chris Pratt spits a mad flow over this beat. He <laughs> makes it as an artist. So dude, <laughs> that's happening in Guardians 1, Guardians 2, probably another movie with Chris Pratt. So and in this one, is, it was so like, but it's oh, like a big we get serious it. moment when he's doing it. And he's like, oh, oh, so goofy. Two things. But like, they did that okay in Guardians, and this was bad. I'm sorry. Just that was no, so I've, fucking No, I feel stupid. 100%. Two things about the film industry that I think uh, they're getting wrong. A, it's bringing back huge franchises to try to capitalize on what was popular in the past. Definitely. Instead of leaving that as a diamond Fantastic from the past. Fantastic Four? That will never be a hit, um, which is unfortunate because in the comics, Fantastic Four is the like one of the most important groups. Yeah, oh, they're Richards, awesome. Reed Richards is the, is the smartest man on earth, mm -hmm. and then Doctor Doom is ever so slightly right below, and, and that's Dr. the reason Doolittle, why he hates him. Third, and Doctor Doolittle, <laughs> Doctor Doolittle, eight hundred, eight hundred. The man the only, speaks to animals, but just barely. <laughs> <laughs> like he has such there's such a loss in translation with him. He gets animals, wrong. but does he hear them? <laughs> he never takes the time to listen. Oh, no, but but the second thing, the second thing about the industry, I think they're getting wrong is is trailers. I think that uh -huh. the trailers today, and there's there's such a, a, a polarization between good trailers and bad trailers. Good trailers are things that are like. Um, I know the movie was like what movie? Killing of a Sacred Deer. Oh, I think that yeah. like we'll, we'll talk about that later. Like as far as how we felt about the movie, but I think that the trailer was great because it did little to nothing to really showing what was going to be the big yeah. reveal or whatever. In the I movie. thought it was a fucking horror when I saw the trailer. I was like, and it, well, the girl in many singing, ways it does teeter on horror. Yeah, because you're never sure if it's a comedy or if it's a horror, which I, I think, think is one of its best that's, aspects. That's but your ghost. Yeah, for me, it felt like more. Uh, the trailer felt like John more of um. Previous podcast, <laughs> John. But I was thinking of John Lackluster for Lackluster. Oh yeah, Lack John Lackluster. <laughs> yeah. but, like, but, but dude, the, real quick, the the um the I'll trailer for that. One day. <laughs> trailer for that felt more like a slasher for me, not so a horror. The trailer, you know I mean? the trailers are polarizing. In the yeah, sense and so and then you look at trailers for movies like, um, I remember Batman versus Superman. That trailer, when the oh. full trailer came out, it spoiled Doomsday. Yeah. And I'm like... I was furious. If you didn't put them in the trailer, that movie could have easily gotten like another star. Well, they released something. something like 20 minutes of footage by the time the movie came out. It's bullshit. And it's now like, they have trailers where Chris Pratt's running through a pyroclastic flow. Oh. <laughs> Do you guys get that? He goes... The smoking gulf. Listen. If he doesn't die in this movie, I'm out. I can justify that. He took a pill <laughs> to show Avicii he was cool. <laughs> he also is able to run through any temperature. Except for normal. Now, that's just a theory, but many people are jumping on board with it. <laughs> Did you finish your thought? Uh, yeah, it was about the fact that like trailers are Suck. literally putting way too much of a story and That's way too many. For a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but like it's gotten so much worse because franchises are like the number one thing in Hollywood right now. Oh, they literally have about. a part in the. Dra this is going to spoil it for you, but do you give a shit? Jurassic Park in the new Jurassic trailer. Oh no, I don't care. Just don't tell oh, me things. Oh, Star just Wars the trailer. Really. T Rex. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. They have a dinosaur that I don't think has been in it since. Was it in Jurassic Park three? That same kind of uh, yeah, it was that. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. With the fucking oh, the horns? Indominus Rex. Yes. No, 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 yeah, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. 
Yeah, I don't know. Indominus Rex was the the antichrist of the previous Jurassic World. Did it die? That was the main villain. That was yeah. That was like the like the. It's implied that it dies, but I bet you it comes back in this one somehow. You know, I think that it probably was it a female. I don't know. I think it probably had an egg. I, I guarantee you, I can spoil somewhere. this movie for all of you guys. I and guarantee you, you I know what happens. It. Everything's going to be fun at the end. Chris Pratt <laughs> and uh, Jessica Chastain. It's not Jessica Chastain. It's the person know, who looks she's like real oh, it's Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, Ooh. she is going to be a villain. I guarantee you. And Why? she's uh, just because that's you can tell from the way that they're talking in the beginning and the the way their dynamic is and how sequels normally go like this. I guarantee you, they're like, "What can we do to make um uh, something unbelievable happen?" And bring we back got the dinosaurs. Balloons filled with gravy. Guarantee you, she's going to be a villain. Guarantee you, she's going to be uh, some for some reason. And Ian Malcolm in this movie mentions during his court whatever hearing is. It, uh, the dinosaurs, or someone mentions it, that the dinosaurs will eventually rule the world, and that's going to be the movie after this. I guarantee you, it's going to be Jurassic World. Like the whole world is a dinosaur. That's kind of cool. I, I hope that's the title too. Like Jurassic World, like the thing. whole world. Yeah. <laughs> like Post-apocalyptic, like the whole world, like fucking dinosaurs. Is that what you mean? Yeah, that'd be fucking like cool. Like they get off the island, or and oh, dude, the in New York. like the whole world's like been eaten by dinosaurs, and there's a select few like yeah, yeah, some, like vigilantes that are alive hiding dinosaurs. If they like do the whole, it's like a Planet of the Apes with dinosaurs. I think that's kind of movies more of a filler. I think that's interesting. Probably. Um. So one thing I wanted to talk about, and this is very important to me. If you guys see stars before me, don't spoil it. For fun, um, that goes for everyone. Already in the saw world. it. Now that everyone's said that, and everyone's spoilers. going to. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's fine. I'll kill you. Um, I already got a little bit spoiled today. One, what? One Something little scene. Don't, don't say anything. Don't say don't, please. Nothing. Nothing. Not a thing. I would do anything for love. I would do anything for love. But I won't. Okay. Do no, that makes sense. Did you guys know that that song was originally because she wanted uh, his girlfriend at the time wanted to peg, peg him? With what? Was it a big fucking? Oh. That's how we got into the conversation about Mimi pegging you. Okay. By the way, welcome back to the podcast, Jamie. <laughs> Jamie How was the pegging, dude? I can't complain. How was the awesome. pregnancy? Yeah, I can't complain. <laughs> he had a C-section. He had a seizure section. <laughs> he had a seizure. Seizure. Three. Se- he had a seizure. A drink. <laughs> you haven't been on a podcast in a very long time. It's been a slash videos that you've been in haven't been like a character or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been more so about you as our friend. Yep. Yeah. Cool. So we wanted to sort of go over that because I think a lot of people in the audience are curious about mm-hmm. why you haven't been in content recently. Why or- did we fire him? Well, why? There were a lot of different reasons. I think one of them was you just the defecating on sexual the office tables, and, and defecating and, uh, on the tables and sexual promiscuity that you have <laughs> that you promised. And all but the sexual, I was going to say, and all the sexual promises that you didn't follow up on. I will. I'm waiting on three blowjobs. <laughs> Four, well, now another. One. I'm waiting. <laughs> there's there's been interest. Uh, no, <laughs> um, it's been a lot of. Uh, it's just been hectic. Like life, life kind of got in the way first uh, to begin with, but then it just it, it got to a weird place with me. I think. And all of us. That's I a, think actually it all started really off with topic. the woods, right? Yeah. Yes. Let's start with the woods. Yeah. I mean, where do you want to uh, begin? Well, originally you were intended to be Elliot's character, right? And Who Elliot was him. Like it was just going to be Jamie as Jamie. There yeah. was a minute where they were going to call Elliot Jamie. Yeah. I think, yeah. Which yeah. would have been like. It's funny. What I always say about the woods is that it's just our friend group in an alternate universe. Yeah. If we had never like. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, this I love that idea. Like doing all these like so films a, that are just like different universes. Yeah, it's a same. fucked universe though. We're all fucked. Oh, yeah. we're all fucked in the head. Now all, it's just uh, me, Stephen, Mimi, and what are we gonna do from there? And Brennigan, <laughs> but, <laughs> but Paul we Brennigan. We brought Parker back and me back. We can do it again. And in this universe, Paul, Paul Walker. <laughs> but in the alive. other universe, everything's just <laughs> thank God, like not like that. <laughs> but maybe we can make it like that. <laughs> You're like so concerned about your character. And <laughs> Bring the me back. <laughs> <laughs> I can't die. <laughs> That's a spoiler though. So. Oh, it's been out so long. 
I, know I haven't seen it yet, dude. <laughs> don't ruin it. I don't know what him. happens to me. Dude, you're covered in blood and gashes. I don't know if I am. I only acted in it. <laughs> <laughs> so you were yeah, originally intended to be in the woods. Mm-hmm. That uh, got crushed sort of last minute. It was so last minute, and I have always felt horrible about it. You should. We were it more was sad. It was more like, damn, we wanted our friend to be part yeah. of this. Mm-hmm. It would have been. I thought you him. guys were gonna like disown me from that point on. Absolutely not, dude. We, it was a oh very complicated situation, and to make a very long story sh- uh, very brief, it was it was basically like a panic out of my my team. Like my manager and agents were just not super aware of of how to respond to the whole YouTube thing because like my industry doesn't understand YouTube. Yeah. And so their view of it is either that it is just this like nothing thing mm-hmm. or that's just like not worthwhile. It's not making money for anyone. It's run by a bunch of spoiled kids or it's this gargantuan thing that's so huge and it's in everyone's living room that it's too familiar for people to actually like respect any real actors, yeah, like that, and that, which I'm not. To, to a degree, it's true. YouTubers are like typecasted as YouTubers, and if they get into film, you're, they're instantly scrutinized far more than absolutely uh, any other actor because they're YouTubers. Which so is, they're not as yeah. good, or they're not they're not, not traditionally trained as an yeah. actor or whatever. So they're immediately looked down upon for sure. So they're not wrong. Right. Which is why yeah. I'm really glad that we're doing the show that we're doing, and we're having opportunities to make short films and stuff because we're doing like we're using this as our vehicle to move into film and TV, and it's I think it's working. And what yeah. we do is like much better than like if we were just sit down gamers or something like that. I know we were, but I mean like what we're doing is like close enough to the film industry that yeah, we're like, writing characters. You know what I mean? We have well, it, I mean, we yeah, have yeah, it better. Saying, if we were gaming then we wouldn't probably be able to break into the, exactly, the film industry. We exactly. wouldn't be taking we're like that's teetering, so we're that's what I've always spot. yeah, that's what I've always nice. admired about you guys and why I've I've you know, why we started hanging out and doing stuff to begin with is because I just love I love what you're fucking making because it's so different and it's like it's it's original and fun and it's so cool you. that when we met you, we were fans of you <laughs> and you were fans of the show. I think were you fan or did you just no, I, I've been it. watching Steven for a long time. That's so cool. I watched you and you were doing your reaction videos at your desk. Pussy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's so funny when he told me, because we did the, the, the Haunted episode like way back over the summer. Yeah. And no, that was like May or something. That was so long ago. Oh, Ghost Hunter? Yeah, yeah whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you Ghost told me, Hunter? like, because oh, we yeah. split up into the two groups, me and Cabe, and then you and Parker. And then you told me, like, yeah, we, we stopped on my friend... Uh, James uh, Allen James's McCune. house. He's an actor. And I was like, oh, cool. James who? And he's like, James McCune. And I was like, that sounds so familiar. Wait, Jane, like the guy from Blair Witch? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's your friend? That's so fucking cool. <laughs> I know. It's I thought it was cool, too. Now, just, not so much. No, no. no. <laughs> no. Familiarity but, makes everyone uh, upset. Uh, but it, no, I it love was, it, though. It was, um, yeah, my, my, there was a lot of like paperwork stuff and a lot of legal things that were, that were also iffy, but my, my team just didn't understand where to land on this. You mentioned that the streamies thing sort of... That's what I was about to say, because the streamies happened right before we were about to... The streamies was the week of shooting. And so they were cool with it until they caught wind of this, because they were hearing about y'all independent from me. They likely imagined that it would be a back step in your career. Which it very well may have been. (laughs) God knows. There was just a lot of confusion about how to respond to it. True. And And, and what opportunities it may stifle. You know what I mean? So it was kind of like, don't do it. I don't know. There, it's it's very strange because like this whole like being an actor thing is mm-hmm. is is kind of it's kind of a bullshit gig because you're <laughs> kind of at the whim of. Don't what, tell me that, dude. I mean, you're, you're better off being behind the camera. Uh, but it's, don't tell me that either. <laughs> I want to direct, but I want to act. Uh, me you, too. Just act. <laughs> but no, the um, the perception of it was um. Definitely a little bit confusing uh, as it got closer to shooting because they were 
kind of like, well, you know, we can't advise it, but you know, it's cool that you're making stuff. Go make stuff. We think this is we think this is really interesting content, whatever. And then as it got closer, and they started hearing more and more, they're like, okay, well, if you're going to be seen by this many people, then maybe we should be concerned. And I think that they they just kind of. Just it, became too much. I'm I don't. Right. I don't. I honestly don't know specifically what they were thinking. It was just that they had. They, by the end of it, they were like, "You got to think of the big picture," and then mm-hmm. like went on this thing. And it. I don't think they're necessarily wrong. It's a bummer. Yeah, but I don't think they're wrong. I, I was so bothered. You, so at this, of point, course, yeah. At this point, it's more of a liability to be in videos than anything. But that's not to say that there isn't some like future mm-hmm. for you in this content. I think we're yeah. talking about uh, how this is all going to, how everything's going to culminate mm-hmm. eventually. So you won't not see him write for for a certain amount of time. Like, you'll be back for a bit. Well, I'd he can to. be on things where he's not playing a character. Like, he can be on this podcast whenever the hell we want. Yeah, yeah. He can be on... Uh, That's the thing, because it's a gray area. Like, what you guys are doing is such a gray area as far as what constitutes like, Podcasts film. are fine. Like, I yeah. bet you, I bet you we could probably, interviews. like, as you as you, not playing a character in a Sugar Pen 7 episode, if we, like, went and stormed <laughs> into your house and went, like, James Al McCune, what's up? Yeah. And it's not famous actor James Al McCune. Yeah, one you thing I mean? found really interesting was that you, uh, you mentioned that it was sort of tough for you to do that role. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I... Oddly enough, this character is kind of the closest thing to like real life in a lot of ways for me uh, this is something that we all talked about you were actually away and we talked about like how the show makes us feel and how our characters yeah. affect us and like the three of us i'm surprised it doesn't for you as well but i guess because you don't have to like play it might be the opposite into something you, mine is, is more cathartic absolutely yeah. really yeah, yeah. Well, i guess true. and i think that's going to play into the plot true. um by yeah. the way a lot of people think that season two the is over like the way we we finished all the really? finished all the parker plot lines and all that Dude, Still going. we have like a month left. Yeah, and it's. It I, I gets, think we it realized hard. the way we did that was a bit of a mistake because it wasn't big enough to be a season ending, but it was big enough to confuse everybody. No, I think it was. It had the potential to be big enough. We didn't yeah. do it big enough because exactly. that was never our intention. It was more of a mid-season yeah. kind of arc, but we. Um, we didn't do it quite in the middle. We should have pushed it a little bit. Yeah. And it had some resolution, which usually mid-season arcs don't. Yeah, the good news is say. we all had like a bunch of talks about it, and we figured out a way to tie it all together, I think, in a really, really cool yeah, way. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. excited about that. And also Me the too. direction we're going to be taking the show after oh, yeah. the end of season two is r- I'm really excited mm-hmm. about. So cool. let's go back but to... Back, sorry, real quick, back to what you were saying about like, and what you guys were saying about like the whole idea of like how the character that you portray and you mm-hmm. play in the show affects your real life. Like well. sometimes it's interesting because... Since you're so close to that character, if you are unsure where that character is going to go as far as the story and their yeah. development, it almost in real life makes you think like, okay, well, where am I going? Exactly. You know, where, where, what's my next step and stuff like that. Well, and this is what we had talked about in the meeting where I, for me, I have a really hard time creating anything unless it's really personal to me. And so it, I think what I was investing was just kind of like, okay, what's, what's, what's funny about the tragedy of my life, you know, mm-hmm. and that, and that ended up, that was my career. And so like, I think to kind of lean on how things weren't going well in my career as a joke for this was like really interesting. Mm-hmm. And um, so as as my life kind of got weirder, I started adding more stuff in kind of a more theatrical way, like the whole thing about... Being um, homeless and drunk and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, it's just, I think that was more of like a state of mind sort of thing. And mm-hmm. I was also getting, uh, this is getting very serious. I'm, I'm Yeah, no, sorry. that's what down to you. Yeah, it's getting about, real, but I... We'll I, talk about how we all feel and shit. Yeah. This year, I, I've been getting treated for, for a few like mental things. I've been taking medicine and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really kind of shifted my brain 120%. My entire life is just totally reshaped uh, because of these medicines. And there is always this question of like, 
well, what the fuck am I? You know, like if I'm, if I am just, if my entire existence overnight can shift because of this pill, like who the fuck am I supposed to be? You know? And yeah, so it's like the way that you were acting before thinking before wasn't really you because now it's different. And it's like, yeah, yeah. And actually the, the antidepressants were the biggest thing we've talked about this a lot. That was, that was an, that was a literal overnight shift. And it went mm-hmm. from me kind of like passively drifting through life to like, all of a sudden I was like right fucking here, you know? And I, uh, that was a huge deal for my relationship with Mimi. And so I think my priorities went from my career to my relationship with her. And right now that's the most important thing Mm -hmm. in my entire existence. And I wish that had been a priority from the beginning. And I think that's the stuff that I've been dealing with. And so like kind of like funneling that back to my character, it was all about just this like, you know, Oh, I'm spinning out of control. Was a washed up actor. Yeah. yeah, he had no idea who he was. He was just kind of at the whim of everything around him. Mm-hmm. He was he was falling apart, and, and it starts to leak into how you feel about your actual life because it's like a different version and an exaggerated form of yourself. Yeah, yeah, and so, it's and it's, it was also it like good. our friendships. Uh, my character with y'all wasn't really a friendship. That mm-hmm. character was just sort of like b- being. Uh, either like either Im- imposing and like re- I would either just appear or I'd be dragged along to stuff mm-hmm. and uh, reluctantly if I was sober I was un- unhappy <laughs> and um, so it was all kind of just and then went after the woods and I, st- I started to have more clarity mentally because of this medicine and stuff I was like oh that's actually like really that's kind of too close yeah. <laughs> and, and I, I had a I had a few I had a had a few uh, weeks of, of, of kind of darkness thinking about that it's like uh, yeah. shit my whole and that was one of the things my, my manager said he was like your whole this would be one thing if you were playing a character um, or if you were just yourself, but because your character is famous actor, James Allen McCune, mm-hmm. there is direct attention being placed on your mm-hmm. job. Mm-hmm. And to make that a joke doesn't look good for you. And doesn't feel good. I, I disagree with him about that. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like it's, it, you need to laugh at yourself. I think definitely I, I, to some I degree. Think that too. And it's also one of those things where it's like, I could see that like, almost working out for you in, in the sense where it's like you you put a, a light on the actor's life mm-hmm. right and, you, and you're showing like this is what it means like everybody has this idea everybody who doesn't live in like LA or isn't like an actor in whatever town oh, right, yeah. has this idea of an actor like at any point in their life is someone who's like just got their shit together is getting roles and doing all this <laughs> stuff and it's like even doing this like this super small amount of acting that I've done and like the auditions that I've done and stuff I'm like nope it's um it's definitely different because I had the same thing. I didn't grow up trying to be an actor or anything. Mm-hmm. So like I kind of had that perspective that I think the rest of the world did where it was like It's amazing. I revered glamorous. it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, Me traveling too. you're like red carpet and shit, you know, whatever. But then I did the red carpet and I realized it's actually just this um fucking backdrop on a dirty street in LA. And once you're off the red carpet, people don't give a shit about you. It was like this mm-hmm. big metaphor for what this really is and shit. Um I've I've been wanting to do I've always thought about doing a documentary about me and my group of friends of actors uh, who are very talented and very um, overwhelmingly uh, disregarded. Gosh, did you want me to be the main character? Humble. I didn't want to impose on you. Um, But yeah, I feel you because it's like like that's those two things are like what contributed to you like wanting to kind of step back a little bit Mm -hmm. and like obviously it was a liability for you. And I think James and I talked about that too with you. Like same thing with the Kib character. Like feeling like an idiot in the first place and then playing an idiot doesn't make you feel good because like at first it was just like fun you had nothing to lose and then eventually it just started like leak into how i actually felt about myself yeah. and then like it feels too if real you, if you feel like an idiot every day and then off camera you start you still feel like an idiot it like doesn't feel good yeah it's too close to home yeah so it's just like 
Ugh. Yeah. I mean, I still have fun doing it. I love being an idiot on camera, but it's the leaking into my real life afterwards, yeah. feeling like I'm actually a fucking idiot, mm -hmm. makes me feel awful. And that's so that, like, and that's what was something I was worried about with y'all. I never for a minute wanted you guys to feel like I wasn't invested in you as friends. We never thought that ever. No, you've that. always been such a good friend to us. Yeah. Man. I just hate that I kind of took a step back and didn't really talk to you guys about it. Cause I it was didn't just feel like, like you I didn't want to be friends. We fully out. understood what it was. Like yeah. Yeah. if you weren't here working, you had no other reason to be here. You were still like one of our best friends easily. Yeah. Yeah. Like and next year I'd love to be more involved behind the scenes and help you guys. Yeah. Stuff. That'd be awesome. Oh but man. During the woods, you were, Dude, yeah, you were so on it. Yeah. So professional. One thing actually tie into that red carpet metaphor that you were talking about. I remember, I mean the closest we ever got, to that kind of feeling probably was the streamies yeah. I'd say when we were backstage and I sort of hate those kind of moments looking back oh, it's at awful. it because and in two ways one social anxiety Jesus Christ <laughs> uh, two because reaching those sort of goals and this I think goes back to not only the streamies but there, there was something else recently oh something that's coming up something that is a, is a pretty important goal in some ways um, those moments I think push me off from work like mm -hmm. they, uh, they bring you out of it too much or something, or they make me feel like I've accomplished what I've needed to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And it's sort of, I think it's the really the, just, just the chase to those moments that mm -hmm. where I'm putting out content that I'm truly proud of. And after those moments, it's sort of like a, a lull yeah. in a way. It's that. so secondary. I think you just have to make sure that there's always a goal past your goal. There's no mm -hmm. end game. It's a goal I'm to get to. long-term goals. Terrible. No, but you don't have to have like 12 ready right now. Yeah. It's once you get to that goal, you go, okay, what's the next step? And then you're back into the chase. I You've guess it's just, that first it goal. comes down to I don't even know what I want. Yeah. that was. I, I was just about to say that. That was something I'm, I'm working through in therapy is, is like, you know, and th this was one of the things that fucked me uh, <laughs> when I was trying to figure out these are one of the people that fucking. This, this is I one of the people. He's, yeah, he's very good at it. Um, uh, Gulty. Gulpy. Guillotine. But the question of because Mimi asked me this uh, around the time around the time all this stuff was happening, and she was like, "Well, what do you want? Like, what do you like? Like, if you could do what it's you like that scene from the Notebook. It basically. What do you, what want? Do you want? What do you want? And we're what like, do you want? In the rain and shitting. And um, what do you want? But uh, what do you want? <laughs> Just keep saying it. I don't. I don't know. I don't. What know. do you want? You're like at a McDonald's in the drive-through. Like I don't know. Um, <laughs> Burgers. Nuggets. No, no, number one. So sorry. Burgers. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, back to you and Mimi. Yeah, that was when she asked me that. I totally fucking lost it, and that that was around the time when it was like, oh my fucking career. Small existential crisis. Well, yeah, because it was like, what about this process? Do I actually fucking enjoy? Because I really fucking hate the lifestyle. Actually, I hate being an I actor. Think, I think. I love the job. The I lifestyle of like lifestyle. trying to get to a comfortable acting like lifestyle is. Shitty. This, Once you start yeah. getting reoccurring roles, you know, okay, well, next year I know I'm doing this movie, and you're like, you're making a decent amount of money. Like that's probably like where it's good. Still well, stressful, dude, but you're never, you you're there. never cool. You're really? never set. I talked to fucking Bill Macy. I don't know if I mentioned this before, but he no, who's Bill Macy, William H Macy, uh, and Shameless. Oh, um, Bill, first name is so fucking sorry. But he, uh, <laughs> so funny. I remember I having Bill. I, he he. B, we Bill. had this conversation about. Um, the show and stuff and he was talking about how great it is to have regular work and stuff and I was like oh but you're fucking fucking Fargo dude like you could just go off and do Fargo yeah. yeah yeah hey bud but he was like I just you know who knows if I'd ever get Jerry work Lendigard. again <laughs> I was like if, if fucking William H. Macy is afraid of never getting work again William H. Macy is afraid that dude was in door to that? door and I don't want to speak for him I'm but, gonna google him real quick but he was he had this you know this thing of like I mean who knows like okay. it could it could just drop off and I, I remember talking I've talked to every actor I've talked to, even fucking the tops of shows and shit. They all have Well, this. entertainment's like that, I think, wow. all across the board. Like YouTube? Uh, He's afraid of not getting work? A month could definitely be different 
I mean, months are completely yeah. different for ad revenue. I mean, like, it's not YouTube's not everyone can be John Tron. You never know. Like like you can't fucking disappear and then come yeah, back. Yeah, right. And it's like when it's not a company, like when you're doing it just for yourself. Oh, I'm consistently worried about what anyone else is going to say on a podcast or anything, and then suddenly our channel just dies. Yeah, true. Who knows? Yeah, and it's like out of your control a lot of the time because people take shit out of context. I remember yeah. when Kib said the N word 48 times. I tried uh, to get it right in now. RTX in the, on um, the panel in, in the BTS. <laughs> yeah. I left four N words in on my part. Yeah. Finally, finally, because you didn't watch the, la- the last one. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch the last. And I'll time. say it right now. So anyway, uh, back to the podcast. Thank you, Kib. Uh, I want to say that our next sponsor is actually Uber, and I use Uber every single day, twice. It's been why. Probably, well, I don't know if I have to explain it. Car crash. Terrible <laughs> car crash. So you can use Uber for a safe and comfortable way to ride around town. You can request an Uber ride anytime with the Uber app. It's safe and a comfortable way to get to where you need to be, like going to your company's holiday party or a night out with friends and family. I know that we'll be having a company holiday party pretty soon. Well, they are all invited won't to. Won't be attending. Okay. Uh, actually, this uh, relates to me. If you're late for work, you can take an Uber and work from the car. Like, uh, I was planning out stuff for the podcast today from the car on the way here, which was super convenient. Or play chess. I also pl- <laughs> I, I plan out uh, how long the Uber ride is going to be and how many games of chess I can get Let's in. Let's talk about our chess game the other night. Dude, too. okay, we'll talk about that right after this. That's <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, so say you need to run some errands. You can take an Uber and you don't have to deal with the hassle of finding parking. Maybe you're heading out of town and you need to get to the airport. You can take an Uber and you can focus on being on time for your flight. So you can even book an Uber in advance for a truly stress-free experience. I have not done that yet. I really want to try booking an Uber in advance. Like, I'll have a schedule to leave in the morning or something, and then my Uber's just waiting for me out there, and be like, or going to a party. Imagine if you're like, I want to leave by this time, so... If you order an Uber in advance, then, oh, gotta go. Yeah, right? I have a hard out. Uber is a better way to get anywhere you have to be. You'll even know the price before you book a trip, and you can pay directly in the app. Install the Uber app today from the App Store or Google Play. New riders who use the code THEPINE will get $5 off their first three rides. That's code THEPINE to get $5 off your first three rides. Uber, the better way to get anywhere you have to be. New users only. Offer expires February 18th, 2018. So thank you, Uber, for sponsoring thank this podcast. You, and now let's talk about that chess game we had, because, dear God, so Kib and I were moving stuff. Actually, no, we were at the new apartment waiting for Time Warner to get there in the, in the morning because uh, they were coming super early to install internet there. So Kib and I, it was probably about 2 a.m. Steve's downstairs on the couch. I'm upstairs in the bed. Doors open. Dick's out. Phone's and, on. Wait, yeah. why were they coming at 2 a.m.? No, no, no. no, no. no. We were, it was 2 a.m. at the apartment. Yeah. We were waiting for time order to get there in the morning because I didn't feel like waking up and driving there. Copy. Yeah. So uh, I'm downstairs on the couch, and I figured out how to invite Kib to a chess game. So I invited him, and... It's, you know, it starts off pretty, pretty easy as most chess games do. You move some pawns, you get a couple <laughs> losses, a couple, couple trades, and then suddenly uh, Kib just has his king left. <laughs> and beats you. And I have like three queens. I've, tra- <laughs> I've traded like three pawns. I'm not even like trying to win at this point. So I'm just getting good. all my pawns into Literally queens. Literally just playing. <laughs> Every move, I'll, I'll like do a little voicemail and be like, don't you touch my queen, you goddamn bitch. <laughs> I yelled up at him and I was like, I could see that his king was moving towards my king. I'm like, you trying are you trying king? to kill my king with your king? And then I was like, no, idiot. Sends me and a then I play message. the move. I'm going to kill you, king, you bitch. <laughs> it's so fucking funny, dude. So eventually, I think I killed him with a pawn. 
good time. And, uh, yeah. Dude, you, you checkmated him with the pawn? My yeah. fucking, uh, at one point, you know how the, is it the king that I had left? Mm -hmm. He can only move left and right at certain circumstances for some reason? He was no, stuck he to just three has moves. One, he could one, only do three moves. He couldn't go up direction. at all for some reason. He would just go left or right at this point. I don't know. It's just oh, the rules of this probably, fucking game. probably like a castle blocking. Chess everything. is changing Maybe. the whole way I look at life. After I'm done playing chess, I'll look around the room and suddenly I'm thinking, oh, I could kill Kib with a bishop from here. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. From it's here, so weird. Like, <laughs> tight. Bishop, tight. It's exactly like that. You should play chess. I yeah, legit I a, don't know I how to play. Really? I've never played. I have a Star Wars chess. No. Stop. Oh yeah, we yeah. saw Stop. it, dude. Stop. No, dude, we we use that um 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 uh, Parker's yeah, for yeah, a video. Yeah, yeah. Really? So I'll bring that in. and I'll beat you. Okay. I'd love Absolutely. to have a good match. That'd be amazing. Dude, we could get high on zoots. <laughs> zoots. <laughs> we could wear zoots. zoots and get high. We don't even have to play. <laughs> <laughs> um. Actually, real quick, I wanted to go back to something you were saying. About like the actor's life and mm -hmm. how the lifestyle versus the art and stuff like that. Like I love being in character and performing like that and acting. Mm -hmm. Not I don't I'm not a theater guy. I like doing it on on camera and stuff. But like putting your mindset in another character's mind and like using emotions that are inside of you to like express it through that character and stuff is so like satisfying mm -hmm. in a way. Yeah. Like I truly when I'm acting and like I'm actually acting to act and I'm not just like with this show, because we don't really act as much in this show, but, like, with the woods and stuff like that and things I've done in the past, like, truly just putting yourself in that place and, like, acting, it's so... Maybe the word's cathartic? Or yeah, maybe it's cathartic, just, like... Absolutely. Yeah, It's just so, like... It's incredible. It's, 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 like, fulfilling in life. You feel like you're doing something. I don't know. It's yeah, just, that was, the biggest part of that for me is just the idea of building a story. Yeah. Th yes, and that, that... And seeing it come out and, like, seeing yeah. it play out. And, That's and one of the things I, I admire most about you is your ability to, to, to thread things. And you're, you just, you have such an incredible... Uh, thinking process for how to how to create, and it just it's always really impressive. It's just okay process. Peter has an old process. It's like like reading the book you're work, working on. It's like fucking cool. Like oh, I, I have not done anything to that in a long time. Yeah. I need to. I still spacemen who are allergic to skittles. <laughs> it's about Chris Hardwick. <laughs> only the shell. They're only Chris allergic Hardwick. to the shell <laughs> from, the, from the OJ trial. <laughs> What? <laughs> Wait, who's Chris Hardwick? He's from Nerdist. He's the, the host of. Okay, like every, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of Chris Darden. Darden, you guest starred on Boy Meets World one time. Oh, I love the host of Chris out. Hardwick from the OJ trial. <laughs> I'm thinking of Chris I was like, Darden. How do you know anyone from the OJ trial? Chris Darden, Marsha Brady, Marshawn Lynch, Marsha, Marsh, Marshall Mathers, Marsha. What is it, Marsha? Oh, Marshall Eminem released Mathers. a new song. Really? Yeah. What? I was going to say, James should have been the first one to know about that. released a new song. I don't particularly... <gasps> oh, oh, you guys. Help. Okay, so this is not... This is one of those things that nobody gives a shit about. I've been mentioning it on podcasts very frequently. They finally uh, released the, the new McLaren. Yeah, the McLaren. The new McLaren. Ooh. It's called the Senna, I believe, Senna. which is so funny. I thought it was called the Sienna at first, so I thought it was like a McLaren and, and Toyota Sienna hybrid uh, like minivan. Oh, my God, guys. Oh. Eminem has Ed Sheeran on a song. On his what the album. fuck? Shut Wait, up. this is the new song. Listen, listen. We can't afford it. That's <laughs> 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 just top song on Apple. It's oh, you know what? Something I actually really wanted to do on this podcast. We've been talking about it for a really long time. I wanted to play an improv game with you guys. I'd love oh, to. Yeah. So much. So I gotta I head out. It. Yeah, I wanted to do it where <laughs> yeah. I'll see you later. Where we do a, a beginning and then we build a story all oh, together please, through one sentence. I thought we have done okay. that, actually. Did we? I think we did it like the first or second. I yeah. think we did it literally the first podcast maybe. with Parker, I think. Uh-huh. I've wanted to do that again for so Let's long. Do it. I'm down. So I guess maybe we should start with Jamie, and then we'll go boom, boom, So a boom. sentence, 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 sentence? Yep. How's it? Okay, so we, I just Just a sentence. Say... We build a story, and then someone gives a topic. So we need to have a topic. So okay. So you want to come up with a topic? Skynet. Skynet. All right. Okay. 
I threw my net into the sky. Oh, you don't know what Skynet is. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Metaphor- I know. I don't act like I don't. I know. Metaphorically, that is, <laughs> because I was the one. The only one who knew the day that the machines would take over. So I wrote it into a script, and I, I was trying to fucking pass it off to this girl with the big feet. Uma. Uma Thurman. Uma. She was crazy. <laughs> she was a crazy girl. <laughs> God, you ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly like what I would do in improv classes. Source said, "Sorry, I'll do the next one for real." But I would always fuck up everyone's improv like story. Get them everyone so off good. track. It was very effective. My brain went completely white. I was like, it's like all of my I memories just drained vampire out of my story. ass. Yeah, yeah, into that improv like, story. Vampire titties, the sucky. Dude, vampire titties, the sucky bit. My favorite story from Edward Sheeran. Edward Sheeran from Ed Snow. Ed, what's that guy's? Edward Snowden. Every Snowden was, uh, was great at uh, hentai. Drawing <laughs> 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 So we'll do Kib, uh, Kib Topic, James Start, and then we'll go this okay. way. Topic Christmas Burglars. <laughs> <laughs> you can either be the burglar. Yeah, you're the burglar. Don't give him a choice. No, I'll, I'll just start it. Okay. I'm starting it. So I was the burglar. <laughs> We finally had the greatest plan. <laughs> Marty was going to come around the inside of the house and I was going to come inside him. <laughs> Mom, qu- quit reading my diary. That's not what I meant. It's not what it sounds like, I swear. On the other hand, <laughs> that is what it meant. <laughs> That's exactly what it meant. Oh God, now, Marty... I just received a text from Marty. It says I'm, on the, I'm, in, I'm inside. I'm inside the house. <laughs> okay, let's keep going. So I texted back Marty. I said, no, you're not supposed to come until tomorrow night. It's December 23rd. It's supposed to be on December 24th, idiot. He responded, I'm already here. Like, what am I supposed to do? So he went further into the house, and then he, he took one of, the, one of the grapes from the counter. <laughs> then he dropped them, and there are grapes everywhere. And I have to clean them up. And Mom's real mad at me, and she found my diary and saw all the things that I've been saying. So me and Marty, we bailed the fuck out of there, and we went to the house next door, right? And god damn it, it was fucking beautiful, it was pristine, and we got in. It didn't dawn on me in that moment, but I, I thought back on it now in prison, and I'm thinking back and remembering. <laughs> those neighbors knew me since I was a child. They recognized my face anywhere, and my friend, because he was always over. So what, what were we thinking? And to add on to onto that, you can make really great food in prison. Like, you don't get an opportunity. Turns out, <laughs> you can make cheesecake in a toilet, and it's a 5 out of 10. It's a 0 out of 10. So me and Marty, right, were in this house. <laughs> <laughs> they knew exactly who we were. We asked them if we could come over. We started stealing shit, putting it in our bags, our asses, our mouths, our eyes. And new scene. <laughs> cool. So we're going to play this game called Alphabet. And I don't know if these are the exact rules, but this is how we're going to play it. So it's going to start out with a topic that we're going we're gonna to decide on. And someone's going to start with the letter A. And actually, we can start on any letter we want. But then the next person is going to have to say, so you say one word with that letter. And then the next person is going to say a word with the following letter. So if I said nuns, then he would say mooned. And then, sorry, that's That's backwards. backwards. (laughs) But I would start with O. I would do a letter that, or a word that starts with O. Yeah, but I was also saying like, if there's, if if something's a noun or something, you could say like a or the in front of it, that's fine. Mm -hmm. It's like little prepositions. As as long as the, yeah, prepositions, that's what it's called. Are you going to propose to me? Uh Uh-oh. You want me to go out? Uh Uh-oh, he's he's crashing. You want me to go apple His real personalities come out. (laughs) Steve dropped character. (laughs) This is who he is in real life. Somebody help him. Just start with that. You can't put the mask back on. What's the topic? That's who he is. So we need a topic. Jamie, you want to come up with a topic or Kib, do you want to come up? Ointment. 
Okay. 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 So after, who's starting? After. Bernard. Came. <laughs> down. Everyone. Forgot. Gnomes. Obstensibly. Does that serve the nature? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. Element. Wait. H. G. H? Gnomes. Gnomes. I was thinking in. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. Jamie, no. Oh god. <laughs> honey, honey, no. Honey, honey, no. Obstensibly. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, held. Interior. Jelly beans. Oh, that does come after I. Kmart. No, you say at Kmart. At Kmart. Later. My dad. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jamie, let's just break to to the real thing we want to talk about. You're a member of Hollywood. Who in Hollywood do you know of that has allegations that haven't come out yet? Mm-hmm. Some, some secret thing. You don't have to name names. You just have to tell us that there is somebody out there that hasn't been called out yet that will be called out and soon. And tell us their name. And tell us their done. name and what they've <laughs> done. Be honest with me. Is it Boba Fett? Okay. I have, I have, a, I have an allegation against does? Andy Lincoln. Who's that? He's Rick Grimes in The Walking Dead. Really? Ah. No way. Yes. You're just lying. Yes. He's a really nice guy. I have guy. an allegation. I have a real allegation. Oh, about would be a nice one, though. Has this come out yet? He's the nicest man in the world. He's a really nice guy. Uh, he's, oh, you're fucking... he's the nicest guy in the world. God, That's you so... I have a friendly... He's got a... He's, he's, he smells good all the time. Well, so do it's I. really oh. good. It's a really good situation. Wait, wait, wait. He's very... He's a very good dad. Does this bring, like, bring you back to the show? Carl. 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 Where's Carl? <laughs> Squirrel. Where's Carl? Fucking Chandler just moved to town. And <laughs> I, we, we were like, oh, continue. He, uh, we've been trying to figure out time to hang out, but like, I, I there's this show called Chasing Coral, mm. like, like, Coral. like the Chasing ocean. Coral. <laughs> I tagged him in it. I was like, sorry for all the future jokes you're about to get, dude. Oh, yeah, <laughs> He's yeah, like, yeah. oh fuck me, man. <laughs> it was just like his whole Twitter feed. How long is The Walking Dead gonna continue? Too long. Can't yeah. it end? I got bored of it. Who the fuck cares about zombies anymore? Who the fuck cares about zombies? I love those people and I love that show, but it's certainly not. It's it's there there's there's things that I would have done differently. There's st- it's still one of the highest grossing TV shows of all time, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. still to this it, day. It's still good. It's just like okay, wrap it up, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's been good since season 1. Nah. I heard there was like one good it's season in good. between there. There was like maybe season 6. Oh, yeah. I watched when, a lot of it. It was still pretty. Was good. it 5 or something or 4? Uh when when whenever Scott took over as yeah. uh, showrunner. Season five. Oh, I just want to address something that um, really just is a hit on my personality and ideals. Um, a podcast, not this one, but a previous podcast on Boys Only Club, I had mentioned that I didn't like Benjamin Button. Then the previous podcast yesterday, I mentioned that I had never seen Benjamin Button. <laughs> so, <laughs> Wow, doxed. Was, you know what you meant? You didn't like Benjamin Button disease. I just assumed that it wasn't his highly reviewed, one of his highly reviewed films, and it's not, no one considers it one of David Fincher's best films, so I wouldn't either. I mean, it, not true it was like all. Oscar nominated. And, and that, that's it. like saying um, Martin Scorsese, like 
Casino isn't my favorite, like, is a bad movie, but it's still, like, an amazing movie because it's Scorsese. It's, like, when you have a, a, a director that's that big and has such an amazing frame of work. Do you guys like Benjamin Button? Yeah. I haven't seen I it. I liked it. I'll, I don't want to see it again. I haven't I seen it, it first but I, I liked it. it. I'll tell you, I'll never <laughs> see Sacred Deer again. Yeah. I would never see Sacred Deer again. There's a well, lot of movies that, that movie like, you did. watch once and yeah. you get it. What's, yeah. what's one for y'all? Because I have a few. Sacred Deer, absolutely. Requiem for a Dream. Mother. Haven't seen, it. Uh, haven't seen that either. Oh, Mother. I didn't have an answer. Uh, there was one recently. The fuck Scarab a. Man. Did you see Three Billboards yet? The Scarab dude, man. fuck yeah. So good. See what? <sighs> so what fucking good, dude. I would watch oh, that Oh yeah, again. holy fuck. Best movie we of the year We talked about this. I wow. still want to see Lady Bird. Yeah, me too. Oh, I saw Lady Bird. Was it really good? It's fucking great. Best movie of the year? Uh, no. Better than Not Three Billboards? It was fucking excellent, though. That's That was a really good movie. Yeah. It was like, it was like uh, watching my girlfriend's childhood <laughs> in a lot of ways. Was, yeah, I definitely want to see that. My favorite movie, I think, will always of this year will always be Good Time. Oh, you know, there I was actually, seen it. So and good. sorry to tie back to Sacred Deer. If you don't know what Sacred Deer is, it's the Killing the sequel to The Lobster. No, it's by the same guy. What's his name? Yorthos, <laughs> Yorgos Lanthimos. Yorgos Lanthimos. Um, he released this movie, Sacred Deer, and it's a story about a, of a sacred uh, an anesthesiologist, not an anesthesiologist, because they can He's never a kill a patient. Cardi- He's a cardiologist. Surgeon. Heart surgeon. Yeah, heart surgeon who has this relationship with this boy, and suddenly it turns sour, mm-hmm. is the lightest way of putting it. Mm-hmm. There are many issues that I have with this movie. Um, first off, it's a big metaphor, I think, for an eye for an eye and karma and, and uh, human morality. But the thing that bothered me the most about it is, be, is there is a clear scene where it, something happens, and then the next scene, you're thinking, oh, easily, you should be in jail. Yeah. Oh, you should easily be in, j- in jail. Yep. And there's a scene in, in, to relate this to Three Billboards, which is another Oscar-nominated movie that's come, that has already been out for a while. There's is it a nominated? Are the nominated? Oh, it has to be. I hope to God. I guarantee you it's going to be nominated. Be Mark Mc... I want um, it to win Best Writing and Best Actress. I want it to win the script win is 86 actress. pages and it's a two-hour movie. That is the most efficient script I've ever read. It's fucking crazy. Actually, no, there isn't a lot of silence. No, probably a good amount of description. No, that's like... Sorry, I was just The reason I didn't like Sacred Deer for that part compared to Three Billboards is because there's a scene in Three Billboards where you're like, they should still be in jail. Like, you know what scene I'm talking about? The yeah. fire and all that? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, there's no way they wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's such a stupid alibi. That one at least had some sort of explanation, right? Well, yeah. with the whole town being inept, Him I was kind of like, yeah. okay. This yeah, one's just the, cut. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, oh, they're fine. Then he goes into the room and with the donuts. Yeah. Right, it's mm-hmm. right before that when, he, when he was like, meet me in the cafeteria. And then they... Oh, no, no. Talk. I was thinking of... Uh, and then suddenly, diner. Oh yeah, truly. Oh, easily. Any oh, any yeah, police yeah, yeah. any I police was, officer should be like. And oh, so there are two moments. Yeah, there's a moment much earlier when when he. Uh, I haven't the, seen the movie. I'm, I'm don't, 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 <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, spoil, not gonna it spoil it. Either. Yeah, don't spoil it. But it's like a puppet show. And you should come talk to me. And then he tells him everything that's <laughs> happening. That that fucking kid. I need you. To, I need you to come talk to me. That's a great impression. And dude, fucking yeah, b- yeah because I I like the I like the metal band instead of the leather band. That's very good. I did it because like. <laughs> That's great. Dude, but that scene that you're talking about, how about an alternative? An easy alternative for that, for the way that happened. We talked about this in the car. Oh, yeah. Easy alternative, dude. I would do anything for love. I think that the was close to... Yeah. What do you mean? So then it was already too late by that point. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's why they. This would be because that's the, why they okay. chose you know the one that the, they chose. Yeah. No, I. You mean the method or the? Person? Oh, the method was. I'm talking about the method awful. of that happening. How well, about just not a 
the traumatic. Sorry if you don't know what we're talking about. There's, uh, we just don't want to spoil anything because it's like, it's I very new to theaters. You could have easily flip a coin. Honestly, go see the movie. I uh, it's entertaining the whole way through. Yeah, the dialogue is. is so unique. Uh, all of his movies, I guess, I have dialogue. Say, yeah, I've never seen Dog Tooth, and I really want. But to. here's I what I came out of how I felt coming out of that movie. Wow, I wish I didn't see that movie, and I will never watch it again. What's your Doug score on it? Doug score, my Doug DeMaro score. Doug score. Probably still eight zoom zooms out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> you would give it eight out of ten? Yeah. It was a good movie, but I wish I didn't watch it because it didn't make me feel good. It, made, it fucked me up a bit. One thing I, I would give it uh, probably a seven out of ten, and purely, like, I had a lot of problems with it, but the way they teetered on not, for me, not really knowing whether it's a comedy or a horror, Absolutely the entire time was really entertaining. I never felt like it was a comedy in the slightest. Yeah, there it. was one scene where I was like, sorry, I have a bunch of... Oh! Wow. Oh, I'm what learning the a lot. Fuck, dude? I'm learning so, so much right skin. now. Black dead that skin. That was Yo, really informative. Dead skin all What happened with your hands that caused that to exist? Let's cosplay. You just have... Let's cosplay. Yeah, it was definitely an interesting... <laughs> you give me a heart attack! <laughs> Dude, look at my ears! I had headphones on, monitoring your audio. So aggressive. <laughs> it was so pointed. Like, you wanted that and thank microphone. Thank you for watching Beyond the Pine. <laughs> Bing Yong's first. I'll give it a 7 out of 10. Uh, what yeah, would you give it? I'd say probably 7.5. 7.5? 7.4 and then let's do a let's do movie just a brief movie review each podcast let's do three billboards just to catch up everybody oh, I would give that a 9 out of 10 yeah I'd give it a 9 9 easy I would too 9 out of 10 purely because the ending wasn't as cool as I wanted it to be True. you know what I, I, wanted I more. felt the same way until I started to think about it and I realized the journey wasn't about that yeah you know what I mean like True. it was mostly about well no because I just wanted it to end you wanted to see who not or... necessarily I wanted it to either go on further or end at the part where he the call, up, yeah. yeah, where she hangs up, and they, mm -hmm. and you already know the plan. Like right, I didn't. Right. That last scene uh, put me in a mindset where I was like, "Oh, there's going to be payoff." Be more, well, yeah, exactly. I think it completed his arc. Yeah, and that's what I like. It was cool when they did the reveal of like, yeah, he knows. yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. That I, was amazing. Um, Incredible. Uh, movie. Yeah, it went in the bar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, unbelievable! Man. I think so that good. I want Sam Rockwell to win Best Supporting. <sighs> yeah, he's great. He's Absolutely. But no, one of the things that I think was really great in that movie, and I haven't read anything about the movie to see if this is true or not, but. The guy was definitely the guy. Yeah, yeah. oh, hundred percent. Had to have been. Yeah, because and the theory and Fareed, of who he was and Fareed what his... was saying that th since he was a military guy, they protected him. They protected him. Yeah, and they covered That's, it. That up. was my thought. But too. he was in a different place when that happened. That's hearsay. Yeah, that is hearsay. I believe the hear. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's a thing that I think is very subtle. And like, if you if you realize that, you're like, wow, this movie's that much better. That uh -huh. that guy was the guy, and he was being protected. Not some conspiracy thing, but just the fact that. He was a military guy, so if the if the uh, chief of police is going to call up his post or whatever and say to his commanding officer, "Yo, was this guy there?" They're going to be like, "Yeah, oh, fucking so, great script." So cool to figure that out too. Like I knew instantly when he was listening. I was like, "That's the guy." Mm -hmm. so, so I was um, and this is totally unrelated. I just I brought it up on the podcast over there because it just baffles me. In 2012, I was reading a, an article. Did you guys know HSBC? It's a huge bank, originally based in London, but they have banks in America and they have banks in a bunch of different countries. Mm -hmm. This, uh, can we just talk about how fucked this is if this wasn't like a big issue back then and it still isn't now, like nobody seems to give a shit about it? They laundered so much money for cartels. Really? For cartels. Literally, they had uh, boxes from like cartels filled with, uh, filled with money that they would put in the banks that were specifically shaped as the window like hole for the HSBC bank in Mexico. That's fucked. Wow. You know what punishment they got? 
they were fined 1.9 billion. That's like five weeks of profit. What the fuck? And dude? no one was sent to jail because they said that the bankers, if they sent them to jail, then that would create a uh, an economic like turmoil situation. Potentially, oh, no. Off. You don't think? No, not at all. I think that it's that's so the whole stupid. too big to fail thing. It's like yeah. the fucking uh, ISPs. I think, I think, I think there could be the some repercussions with like. Sure, there could be the potentially with some that. Yeah, but you look at you look like those those top level bankers and like the this like where they're at. They have so much like control and influence in the world. Yeah, and with like po- politics and stuff like that, like the Rothschilds and like the mm-hmm. Rockefellers and shit. Like that's they're the, like those Cokes. top families. Someone there. was to shut that down. That would that would be. I think we don't even know, but economically that could be fucked. Yeah, I was reading another article about how corporations really took over after World World War II. Yeah, it used mm-hmm. to be just governments controlled countries, and now it's corporations control countries, mm-hmm. and. uh I'm I'm definitely a capitalist. I'm definitely into small business and even yeah. big business. I just uh, it's disconcerting in a way. It is it's, because it's, you uh, want the you want a company who's who's doing a lot to do well and do good for people, right? Yeah. And like that's because I, I, I agree with you there. Like I believe in that stuff too. Um, I'll, I'm also a fan of social programs, depending on what they are. I don't think that everything should be socially driven from the government, like funding things. I don't think that that works out with a country as large as America. But I think that the like you have these small businesses that are like they're making money and they're doing good things with that money and then you have these big corporations that have been around for like 100 years or so and they're like not doing that and i'm like well, you guys bugs- got the money and you got the power and you got the influence do something good with it what bugs me is the the like actively trying to destroy progress for humanity by like paying politicians to like yeah like well, the, the whole is maybe elon musk and boeing are going to be in a competition to yeah the space race thing, i'm yeah. a little hesitant to believe that Boeing is going to enter the space race because they're not a private company and their shareholders will be like, maybe this would uh, interfere with our investment. So Mm -hmm. let's fire the CEO. Well, it's like, it feels like everything. Not necessarily. If you think about like this, I'm so sorry to go go If you see a a, a new space race starting, a private, quote unquote, private space race starting, that could be one of the biggest booms in that company ever. If they were to actually. I don't think there's any money in it. Sponsorships and stuff, you don't think? What? I don't no, know. I'm talking about the space race. No, I'm right. saying like to to if 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 Boeing is indeed if they beat Elon Musk and they're the first or even close to the first company to get a ship to Mars with people, they're now the company. Then it's more of like when uh, Ford built the Ford GT or like anyone builds uh, a vanity car like that. It's well, not do to other make companies not to, get behind that. Yeah, it's like to be the, the status of it. I mean, like we're the ones that did this. Maybe. I think well, that this is it's really this cool. is bigger than making a car or doing something. This is getting a person to fucking Mars, dude. I yeah, think that's fucking huge. That's like the biggest thing in human history. That's what I mean. And what I meant is like, do other companies not like get behind and help fund that, like the space? I mean, that's what and sponsoring. Stuff? Elon Musk is a privately owned company. Sure, they have shareholders, but they're all private and they yeah. have like huge investors and everything. That's how that works. So just one thing that Elon Musk is in, doing that's actually really cool. I didn't though. realize that all his companies, in some way, push his going to Mars agenda. Yeah. Like the really? Boring Company. That is, I think it's building tunnels underneath LA or something, but it's in preparation because you can't live on the atmosphere in Mars. So maybe they'd have to do underground uh, settlements and everything. Oh. So that's or kind they of they would do like terraforming and shit. Yeah, and which then, is a much bigger like decades, decades, and decades of. Yeah. I love how he thinks such big picture. Tesla, like that's so cool. Is like they're not going to have no any. Efficiency. Yeah, they're not going to have any ability to just, have no, like no oil fuel. on Mars yeah. or anything. So Tesla electric wow. cars on Mars. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, he, all of the companies that he ma- he's making in some way form this mission to Mars and it's so cool. That's that that's cool. But like his personal life doesn't seem like it's in you know what I mean? Like I always he has think a lot about of divorces. That. Have you seen yeah, have you seen that video of him uh with like his one of his wives or I guess where no. like they showed like their home life and it was like shitty per- shitty person. 
is he or she? It's, no, he's, it's just, he's it's just, just not so functional. Engulfed. Yeah. And so unique. That's, that's that right. Yeah. Like this year for me, I was like, I can't fucking make my career the focal point. Cause like my happiness is totally, it cannot be based on that shit. Cause it, mm-hmm. it'll fuck you up. Like most successful mm-hmm. people I know, it's like totally a fucking platitude and shit. But like most successful people I know are fucking miserable yeah. in their personal life. And it's cause they ignore that shit to try yeah. and get into. Whatever. My whole thing is finding a balance with that. Like mm-hmm. I, exactly. like obviously and now, especially because, like, if you look at, like, the trajectory of where we're going and stuff like that and what possibilities there are for the future, I think that, like, there, need, there needs to be a lot of hard work now that's going to pay off in the future mm-hmm. and stuff. And then once you get to, like... You a, adapt. And exactly. You, like, you adapt and, you, like, you have to. You have to yeah. always adapt. You have to, yeah. You're going to go fucking bash your crazy, like those people you said that are just yeah. so... Mm-hmm. Steve. Yeah. No, I... You're, put, you're really... You're, you're much towards, towards, It's just yeah, hard. Truly. It's just hard to do, and it depends on where your focal point is and stuff. And mine was just, like, picture. fear of the future and, and yeah. shit. And so now... Well, I think that's similar to Steve, like... Fear of the future. I mean, we're in a pretty good place, but I think that hopefully when things get to a more stable spot, you'll be able to balance out personal life a little better because yeah. we care about you. We want you to have a good personal life. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I just uh, it's only my fault. Yeah, but I mean, it, you're doing it for the right reason, but maybe that is not the right choice. Be careful with that mindset, though, because that's a place that I have been this year where it's just this, this thing of like, oh, it's just me. I'm just a big fuck up and like, you know, whatever. And I feel like that has driven me farther away from my relationship. Then you have an excuse to than anything neglect. Me. There's that, that you but do, then but once you, you embrace this 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 shame of it, it's a it's a complacent spiral. And I yeah, well no, it's just kind of like this like I fucked up, I'm a fuck up, and you kind of get to the point where you're just too you're too resolved to uh, your your shame about it. That's hard to ever recover from it. So mm-hmm. be careful with that. You are not alone in in stuff well, like this. Let's go get some dinner and talk. Some I would actually you. love that. Because I love feel that, like, dude. Wait, I've talked about this all the time, but you, our brains are like <laughs> ex- wired exactly the same, and I feel like this stuff is like it's really important. Um, but hell yeah, dude, that boy's oh, tough. Dude, so I'd like to thank everybody. The Hunger Works Games. Up. Oh yeah, I'd like to thank everybody for watching uh, episode 19? 18. 18. 18. 18. Beyond, Beyond the Pine. Pine. Of the Boys Only Pine Club. I'd love to thank our sponsors, Skillshare and, and Uber. Uber. Thank you guys so much, and I'll see you. Bye bye. This has been Markiplier. Update. Jim McHugh in the next video. Playing the next James video. Bye bye. I just whack the signing off. Should we do a little quick song? Yes, yeah. just because. Sure. Cow chop. <laughs>